This week I talk about the universe's unwelcome surprises and how I'm doing with my goals. I also want to thank Nikki for the artwork on my uh, podcast. I really am liking it. So thank you again, Nikki. Living from the bottom to the top is a weekly personal glimpse into my life as a houseless person, living the best I can with what I have. Each week, I discuss the ups and downs that happened along with some stories about being on the road as a solo female traveler. I invite you to travel along with me as I strive for my ultimate goal of obtaining a mortgage-free home before I turn 60 in the next four years. So last week I was talking about the uh, nope noodles or the slithering things and I knew just talking about them they would show up beyond Jerry the gopher snake. Um, He showed up again on Saturday and this time Pup and I were able to get him into a bucket and relocate him quite a bit of ways away from the immediate area. And where we relocated him, he found a hole and immediately went down into that. Uh, We're guessing to find himself some breakfast or lunch or just to get out of the heat. Afterwards, I went back to doing some more cleanup around the property because the desert is hard on everything, including contractor uh, garbage bags. They disintegrate after so long, and then the garbage just leaks out. And so I've been rebagging garbage into new ones before they can be picked up. And I go to put a newly filled bag into the pile, only to see curled up in the shadow a diamond-backed rattlesnake. Lovely, just not what I wanted to deal with. So I called to Pup to make sure I'm actually seeing it, and she confirmed that I was. We poked the bags next to it, hoping to make it leave, um, except it didn't move at all. Didn't even lift its head, didn't move its tail, didn't do anything. I, from a distance, chucked some rocks at it, and I had one land perfectly in the center, And it didn't even flinch. Now it had been chilly the night before. So I'm figuring he went into his shutdown thing. Basically it's like type of hibernation. I forget what it's called. But it's a suspended animation basically. But I was not happy to have a spicy nope noodle around. And I kept checking on him about every half hour to an hour to see if he had moved. And as the sun was getting towards the western horizon, um, he did move. uh, Basically just to follow the sun. And didn't really move out of his little dome of garbage bags. But just... You know, he was where the the sun could warm him up a little bit. Um, He was still there the next morning. But about two hours later, he was gone. I'm just hoping that he 
went off into the desert and is not in the middle of the garbage pile, but it is what it is. So needless to say, we are on high alert and the dogs don't get just, you know, let out in case Spicy's around. And yes, I did name him Spicy. Um, but he seems to have been gone. We haven't seen him since Sunday. Um, like I said, I'm still rebagging everything. But I'm only doing it when the temperatures are fairly low in the morning. Because, no, not dealing with that. Also, I have I can only bag, rebag everything when the wind isn't blowing because it's just it's it's stupid. And C is back. C got back on Tuesday, and he had authorized the repairs for the car, and told them when he'd be back. To be told basically that he hadn't told them that, which is not C. And considering we had, a, I have a whole text conversation with him telling me exactly what he told them, we know better. Um, but either way, the car wasn't done, uh, which of course made him unhappy. And he ended up renting a hotel room for the night. And it still took him until 6 p.m. on Wednesday to get it finished. And their payment plan that he was told about is that you basically take out what C calls loan shark loan. And he actually had to take out two of them because it was actually more than what they had quoted him. And I'm guessing the way he was rambling, I'm not sure about everything, but each of them have like a 19% interest rate and he has 90 days to get them paid. So, of course, now he's freaking out about how he's keeping us all from starving because, you know, he's the only one that has any money because he gets a check every month and my income is sporadic at best. Even though I try very hard to not ask him to buy me groceries or anything extra, occasionally I do, but... I'm trying to get help him out as much as possible by getting as many bills paid. And while I had quite a bit of things that I was sell, I have what's a uh, couple things on Facebook. And while I wanted to sell like 25 items, I've sold two. And I am absolutely nowhere near the $750 goal for the week. I mean, yeah, I still have today and Saturday, but needless to say, I'm feeling like a major failure again. And I'm trying to get past that quickly, but we already know how I deal with that. But with the two sales I made, I'll be buying water and some groceries if not for them, at least for me. And at least, you know, we'll be hydrated at least. And I can eat rice and beans and, you know, I don't know what their pantry looks like. And I finally got a hold of my dad on Saturday, Sunday. And my reaction was basically, oh my god, you answered the phone. And the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, I have a PayPal card here for you. 
which was exactly why I was calling. And I told him I'd been trying to call him. He's like, well, I haven't got any phone calls. I'm like, no, because it goes to your full mailbox. I said, I also emailed you and I also texted you. And he's like, well, I haven't gotten anything in my email and I don't text. Well, I know that to be a lie, but it is what it is. Um, told me he'd send off my PayPal card on Monday and I made sure I asked him. I said, you do have my address because he, he's always seeming not to have it, which makes me wonder if he even writes it down. To which I get told he did. I have it. It's in my address book. Da da da. So. I don't know. Anyways. Like I said. C got back on Wednesday. Talked to him for a bit. Came back out to Ruby. Because I didn't have my phone with me. To a. Voicemail from him. Saying that he had my. PayPal card. So I, and I must be asleep. It's 9.30. I don't... If I make it to sleep by 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm doing good anymore. It's just... That's just the way I am anymore. I, you know, 1 o'clock, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy with. So I call him back. And he tells me, I have your PayPal card. I'm like, yeah, you were supposed to mail it Monday. You told me this on Sunday. He's like, well, I need your address. And I'm like, I asked you on Sunday. He's like, well, I can't find my my uh, address book because the office is torn up. Because we're, we're putting in hardwood, uh, I mean, laminate floor. And I'm like thinking, okay, why lie to me? You're putting in hardwood floor and you're not doing it. You're having somebody else do it. So you've torn up the office. Basically, he's saying torn up. Basically, he's got everything out of the office so they can tear up the carpet and lay hardwood floor. For whatever reason. And I'm quite sure it's her idea. Because she's probably tired of vacuuming the carpet. I don't know how hardwood... They're not going to be happy with the wheels on their chairs across the hardware. But that is neither here nor there. Now at the beginning of March, he told me he was going to have cataract surgery. And I asked him about it. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not happening until May. Okay. So now I'm being gaslit by my father. Whatever. And he's also asking me how Ruby's running. Ruby hasn't been running since last year. When I asked you for $90 for a tow. And I haven't asked you for anything since then. Well, what's wrong with her? If I knew that, she wouldn't be sitting here gathering fees. Because... I don't. I can't even put her on and on up because I don't have the money. And I tell him what parts I think I need and what they cost. Then he asks me about my cat. And I'm like, Boyd passed away in September. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, you did. I told you that. Like, two days after it happened. I don't remember. So how many pets you got? I'm like, me personally, I don't have any. Now, C and Pup have Tank, Rosie, Precious, and Dude. Well, how do they? How do the dogs get along with the cats? They get along fine. Precious is Tank's uh, bunny rabbit, like George from Looney Tunes. 
And that's exactly how, you know, I'm going to love her, love it, and hug it, and name it George, and whatever. But I'm like, I don't know what to think about my father with some of his questions. But the minute I even stated, I said, and right now I can't afford the parts because I don't have any money. Now, that was the whole statement. Wasn't hinting at anything or anything else. But all of a sudden, he has to get off the phone because I mentioned money. Not that I needed it or anything else. Didn't even, you know. He doesn't even know about the fact that she made the last payment on the property in March. As far as he knows, this is a friend of C's and we're staying there. Because it's not, I don't see a reason to tell him that. I also don't, haven't told him about Shelby. Because he doesn't need to know about Shelby. Why should I? So yeah, I get to feel like I'm being gaslit. I'm black sheep of the family. And all that good stuff. Did find out that my brother. My middle brother. Is in Poland. Above the Ukraine border. And they have an evacuation plan. So there's that. And then I found out that my youngest brother. Through Facebook. Bought a house. To which I brought it up to my dad on Sunday. And he's like I don't know anything about that. He did try to ask me for $5,000 for something. But I didn't have it. Still don't. I'm like, okay. Which I also know is I'm being gaslit because I already know they're planning a trip up there to go see this new house. Because they talked. I know he had to have talked to him on his birthday. But whatever. I'm not supposed to know anything. So that's their choice, not mine. Let's try this again. I just spent the last five minutes, ten minutes, talking to my phone, thinking I was recording it, only to find out I wasn't. So everything I just said that I have somewhat scripted is gone. So it's a good thing I do have, you know, my base script. But yeah, one of the joys of podcasting sometimes, screwing up. And that's just what I feel like lately is I'm a screw up. So anyways, with the unexpected loans and me trying to help out C, it looks like my glasses are now back on the burner for a while. Along with some other goals because, you know, life happens. My other goals that I was trying to do um, I've not made any huge gains in and I feel like crap like I said I feel like a failure um, or that I'm a wannabe and on top of all of that I now have to figure out how to replace my phone sorry about that I had to sneeze but yeah my phone charger or the cord for the phone charger. Um, because of whatever the way they make it. So they break easily. Um, it's now saying that it takes like 12 hours to charge my phone. If not longer. And that's if I'm not using it. And 
the phone, my phone is pretty much my main way I get on the internet and everything else because I try not use the try not to use the mobile hotspot that often with my computer. I try not to use my computer that often because I really don't have a way to keep it charged except in the mornings when I put it on the inverter, C's inverter. So there's that. Now that April is here and the temps are getting up there, I think today we were at 90 something and they're just going to keep going up. Um, it looks like we will have a little bit of a lull this weekend where it might be in the low 80s, high 70s, but it's also supposed to be windy. Um, I decided to see if I could make a make makeshift cooler slash refrigerator with Boyd's cat food container. It's square. It's about two feet tall. Might be. Might be a little taller than that, but not much. It has a screw on top. You can get those at Petco and all that. So I dug a hole and I lined it with Reflectec. I placed the container in it and put a couple bottles of water in it, sealed it up, covered it with, uh, you know, there was enough Reflectec I could fold over on top of it. And then I put a uh, black plastic on top of it and held that down with a piece of wood. Now, while it's not cold, it does seem to be keeping things cool. The water is at least, you know, it's not hot. It's not ice cold, but... And I'm thinking maybe filling up my one water bottle, you know reusable water bottle and putting a bunch of ice in it and putting it in there and seeing if maybe that helps bring the temperature down a little bit but until I can get some ice that's neither here nor there so um and with Seaback um I was able to ask him which of his tanks of propane I can use and I now have another tank and I'm able to have hot coffee and when it gets a little too chilly I can you know take the chill off a little bit I have the oven so I can bake things um, and I can cook noodles rice beans whatever um, and I know I shouldn't be saying um and that upsets a lot of people but that's just it's the nature of the the beast my biggest need right now is getting the gallon jugs refilled with water at the water store those are used for cooking cleaning and watering the pets i also need to get a couple cases of bottled water just so that i can you know we all can stay hydrated um i'm at least able to pay one of the storages and get, at the very minimum, food for myself. As I'm not sure what their pantry has. And until he actually looks at it and makes a list of what he thinks they need, I can't do anything about that. 
That also means I need to come up with stuff to sell and put into my Kofi shop or on my pages on Facebook to sell. But I'm kind of at a loss at what to sell. Um, Kofi's monthly challenge is to ask your supporters or followers um, what I should be offering. And while I want to do the challenge, um, I just kind of feel it's going to be a waste of time because I don't, I don't see me getting any kind of responses because I've asked many, many times before and I've gotten nothing back except maybe a heart, you know, oh, I like your post. Well, that's good. Um, that didn't answer the question. Didn't answer the polls, didn't, you know. And I've asked on Twitter and I've gotten, well, you can go do, you know, go be a driver for Lyft. Two problems. I don't have a vehicle and I don't have a license. So there's that. Um, go get a job. How am I supposed to get there? I'm 30, 35 miles out of town. I'm not walking it. Not in this heat. You know, it's going to be a hundred and something in June and July. There's no way. And I'm not going to ask C to take me in and out two days. And the tanks are empty. And I can't, you know, I don't have any extra cash laying around just to give him for, to fill up the tank. Not at the prices right now. Yes, Shelby gets good gas mileage, but... You also have to understand that that's not always an option for everybody. And it's not that I'm like, oh, and and yes, my sewing business is my job. And I mean, I have a time card that I write down on and stuff like that. And I put quite a bit of time into what I'm doing. And right now I'm not sewing a lot because I don't have any place for my inventory. Because my totes are full. Because nothing's selling. So there's that. Um, also, I... While I was hopeful, um, I was not one of the winners in Podcash's uh, sponsorship contest. I also sent off a couple emails to a couple different companies. A um, couple I've not heard. I haven't heard back from any of them. Um, I mean, is it really hard to either have one of those preformed responses that says, We've received your inquiry. Or send a plane, At this time, we're not interested. No. You know. Anything stating, basically saying that, yes, you did get that email. And, no, you're not interested. Because I'm not, my podcast is not what you think it should be. Because it's not, I'm not reviewing movies. I'm not reviewing outdoor equipment. It's like... For every few steps I take forward, I get blown back two miles. And it's like, 
okay how am I supposed to feel you know so like I said I do feel like a failure on a lot of levels but there is also a glimmer of light as I'm talking with someone else another podcaster about basically combining our podcast for an episode and it might not quite sure how we're going to do that yet um and that will be happening in the next few weeks i guess um right now they're dealing with a bunch of different things that was kind of an unexpected for even them and I will keep you updated on that. So, on to the card. This month I'm using Colette Baron reeds The Enchanted Map Oracle Deck. For those that don't know, I am a huge fan of Colette Baron reed and have four of her mini decks, which I rotate throughout the year. And depending on the deck, the question asked does change. The question... With this deck is, what does my audience and I need to focus on for the coming week? Now, I do draw the card before I do the podcast, is not to influence it. And the card was number four, Spirit of the Place in Protection. According to Colette, a reverse card is the universe just giving you an extra hug. I also read from the book as I don't trust my observations enough to give it to the world. Meaning that what I see in the card, I don't have enough confidence to tell you. So according to the book, the meaning of the card is, don't get entangled in details or desires that obscure the truth of your situation. Step back and ask yourself, what is the real nature of your my inquiry? Even exquisitely seductive hidden agendas cannot conceal this. Trust your intuition. The spirit of place is whispering in your ear. You hold the power to tell the truth, first to yourself, then to the world. You can always distinguish between an essence that is true and that one that is synthetic. Be honest with yourself and remain willing to let your situation be revealed for what it really is and not what you want it to be. An apple can't become an orange, just as a dog can never be a bird. Are you trying to change someone or something to suit your agenda? Only when you see things as they truly are will you find your real treasure. I will post a picture of the card on my Kofi page. It's usually the artwork for the episode that I'm sharing, and that's this is episode 13. Um, you can view the card there. Uh, you do not have to be a supporter, even though I'd be ecstatic if you'd at least, at the very least, follow me. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends or anyone you think might like it. Or if you find my voice annoying and don't agree with a lot of what I have to say, then share it with your enemies. All I ask is that you please share. Every listen does get me a small amount from the Anchor platform. It's like half a cent or something. Comments are welcome. 
I just be respectful. There is a difference between an opinion and straight up hate. All hate will be will not be tolerated and deleted with no discussion. I decided a while back to add the Mojave moment section just to kind of give you a glimpse into where I'm living beyond the episodes that are dedicated to a part of the desert. This is just a small snippet of facts that may or may not be expanded on in the future. And this Mojave moment fact is about the birds of the Mojave. Resort Research is showing a steep decline in many of the species due to climate change. There have been over 200 species of birds in the Mojave National Preserve, which is to the east of me. Um, And quite a few of those translate over to where I'm at now. And some of those include, but are not limited to, the Costa... Costas hummingbird. Yes, there are hummingbirds in the desert, and they do lay their eggs in the desert. Lecantes thrasher, Scots oriole, the cactus wren, Bendaris thrasher, the black-throated sparrow, the hooded oriole, the Camphoria cush. The Greater Roadrunner, and I do have a picture of a roadrunner that landed on Ruby last summer. Uh, The Mojave Raven, which is plentiful, especially in the winter months. Um, They tend to disappear towards the summer. I'm not sure where they go. I think it just gets too hot for them. Um, C and I have gone back and forth about whether they're the raven, if they're a raven, or if they're a crow. Because the Mojave Raven is not huge like a raven. A regular, you know, an eastern raven. They're bigger than a crow. Not by much. But they are noisy. I have one that I've named Buddy. And his wife I've named Grace. Um, And they're funny to watch. Uh, Red-tailed hawk. And there is one that's... There's a family that lives just down the ways. Golden eagle. And then the other day, Pup and I saw an egret fly over us the other night. And what a lot of people don't realize is near the Edwards uh, Air Force Base, there is a water reserve for waterfowl and preserve and stuff like that. And it seems that Twitter has been cleaning up their bot accounts As uh, last week I had 342 followers, and this week I have 340. Also, I am putting out the notice that as of June, I will no longer be doing the shout-out to new followers. Because I'm basically replacing it with the Mojave moment. And if people don't seem to like the Mojave moment, that might disappear, and I'll go back to just the part one, part two, and the card. Um, So, if you don't want me to stop doing something, or you think there's a section I should add, please let me know. And this week, the only follower I have is Cinema Tweets, and I am following them back. So, that's it for this week.
Rogue out.